The Holy Gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ, according to Luke. Every year, Jesus' parents went to Jerusalem for the festival of the Passover. And when he was 12 years old, they went up as usual for the festival. When the festival was ended, they started to return. The boy Jesus stayed behind in Jerusalem, but his parents did not know it. Assuming that he was in the group of travelers, they went a day's journey. Then they started to look for him among their relatives and friends. When they did not find him, they returned to Jerusalem to search for him. After three days, they found him in the temple, sitting among the teachers, listening to them and asking them questions. And all who heard him were amazed at his understanding and his answers. When his parents saw him, they were astonished, and his mother said to him, Child, why have you treated us like this? Look, your father and I have been searching for you in great anxiety. He said to them, Why were you searching for me? Did you not know that I must be in my father's house? But they did not understand what he said to them. Then he went down with them and came to Nazareth and was obedient to them. His mother treasured all these things in her heart, and Jesus increased in wisdom and in years and in divine and human favor. The Gospel of the Lord. In the name of the one God who creates, redeems, and makes us holy, Amen. It seems appropriate that we celebrate a monastic profession on the Feast of St. Joseph. Joseph and monastic life have much in common, not only because our tradition and culture have never quite known what to make of either of them, but more importantly, for the virtues that Joseph exemplifies, like steadfastness, courage, compassion, hope, faithfulness, and perseverance. All are required to live the monastic life with integrity. This makes Joseph the ideal model for the monastic. These virtues have brought Simon to the place he now stands with us today. Desire for God is not a merely personal or even eccentric choice. It is a consequence of what we are as humans. We are made to meet God. And it is in this encounter that we become simultaneously fully human and fully divine. The only people who are transformed by this life are people who feel safe, who feel their dignity, and who feel loved. That's what we try to do for one another, offer relationships in which we can change. 
We human beings need a combination of safety and conflict to keep moving forward in life. As you well know, Simon, initial formation takes us outside of our familiar framework and can conjure basic questions where meaning is challenged, decisions reconsidered, and doubts unearthed. It's alarming and exhausting. It can drain us of joy. This is true now for all of us in these uncertain times. When our private little worlds go to dust, as St. Joseph's did as well, hope digs in the ruins of our heart for memory of God's promise to bring good out of bad, joy out of sadness, and life out of death. Hope is not optimism in the face of dire circumstances. Hope is not founded on denial. Hope is made of memories that remind us that there is nothing in life we have not faced that we did not, through grace, survive. Hope is the certainty that something will make sense regardless of how it turns out. In a dream over and over again, an angel ignited hope in Joseph. In our conversion, we can experience the same. Today, Simon, as you make your commitment to continue to discern your call to this life, you remind all of us that the paschal mystery of Jesus' dying and rising is the pattern of our monastic life. The vow gives less opportunity to run away from those parts of us that God is seeking to convert and transform. Our conversion is a sign of our commitment to allow God to continue to work within us. Day by day, God reveals us more and more the true self that we are. While we come here seeking God, it becomes more and more evident that God has sought us. In the depths of the heart, we hear the invitation to abide in Christ. We cannot live this life apart from abiding in the love of Christ. He is the source of our life and love and all that flows from it in community. Our monastic call is the call to the all-inclusive love of God. Love is a transforming power. It is a disciplined habit of care and concern, and like all virtues, can be perfected only over a lifetime. Giving a witness to that love leads deeper and deeper into the meaning of being chosen by Christ of preferring nothing to Christ. Before Jesus' birth, Joseph surveyed the mess he had absolutely nothing to do with. 
and he decided to trust that God was present in it. That same trust is required of all of us today. As Benedictines, stability provides the context for faithfulness in the instabilities of life, which lie ahead for all of us, which we are in the midst of today. Faithfulness is a prerequisite for trust and intimacy. With divine love flowing through us, we can see others and ourselves in our connectedness and in our wholeness. The vow does not put an end to struggle. Struggles stretches us beyond ourselves. It's what leaves us open to truth, however difficult it may be to accept. Without it, our faith would be the kind that happens around us, but not in us. God intends us to live together in the fragility of human imperfection. So even though we will constantly fail, it is not the final word. In this, we come to know ourselves, each other, and God. Today, we are all most like Joseph, presented with situations beyond our control, tempted to divorce ourselves from them, when an angel whispers hope in our ears as it did in his, do not be afraid, God is here. It may not be business as usual or how we planned it, but God is present here too if we will own it. As you continue your discernment, Simon, the more honest you are in examining your own motives, the closer you are to being yourself. The more equipped you are to distinguish the person you want to be from the one everyone else wants you to be, the more likely you are to become it. Without the honesty it takes to unmask the self, there is no hope for liberation let alone fulfillment. When we refuse to listen to the dreams that cry within us for fullness of life, we fossilize ourselves. When we give, away, give way to the obstacles we create for ourselves, we doom ourselves to underdevelopment. To make a truly life-giving discernment we all need to squarely face what it is that gives us life. We need to speak the truth of our interests, our abilities, our desires, our boredom, our dissatisfaction, even our long-time need to satisfy others. We need the help that comes from having our confusion and despair, our disappointment and anxiety, accepted and understood by those who are not themselves threatened by what we might do with our lives. We need the acceptance and encouragement of each other so that we can move beyond fear to the freedom it takes to be who we are. 
the power that comes from self-discovery at any age catalyzes us. It drives the young, it surprises the middle-aged, and it emboldens those who might be tempted to declare over and over that before it is even begun, life has ended. Our fundamental obligation in obedience is to be or to become what God wills. To do what God wills is secondary. We act according to what we are so that we can stop doing what everyone else wants us to do and begin to care more about what God has made us to do. The gospel gives us an assurance that we are operating inside of an abundant, infinite love. Within that abundance, Simon, it's time for you to take the next step. We give great thanks that you've decided to do so with us as we continue this journey together. In the name of the Father and Son and Holy Spirit, Amen. Father Superior, Simon Thuku has lived as a novice in the Order of the Holy Cross and has been trained in the life, work, and spirit of our community. I present him to you to be received in profession, taking the name Luke. Beloved in Christ, Luke Simon Thuku has asked to share the life of the Order of the Holy Cross as a brother in our vow of stability, conversion to the monastic way of life, and obedience. Today, we admit him to his vow for a period of three years. By this vow, we grant him a share in the responsibilities and privileges that God has given to us as those dedicated to his love. My brother, what do you desire? I desire to dedicate my whole life to God and his people in the order of the Holy Cross, and I wish of my own free will to share in this community's life of stability, conversion to the monastic way of life, and obedience. Do you believe that God has called you to make this dedication of your life? I do. May Almighty God accomplish this work which he has begun in you through Jesus Christ, our Lord. In the name of God, amen. I, Luke Simon Juguna Thuku, desiring to consecrate myself fully and entirely to our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, make to the Almighty God before the whole company of heaven and in the presence of you, my brothers, the threefold vow of stability, conversion of my ways to the monastic way of life and obedience in the order of the Holy Cross, steadfastly intending to keep and observe the same for the space of three years, the Lord being my helper. 
and I pray for the grace and heavenly assistance of the Holy Spirit for the intercession of Blessed Mary, of our Holy Father Benedict, of James our Father, and of all the saints, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Will all of you who witness this vow uphold and in pray for this our brother Luke in the days to come? O Lord Jesus Christ, who commanded your faithful disciples that they love one another as you love them, bless this garment and grant that he who wears it may be clothed in compassion, in kindness and humility, in gentleness and patience, and over all things may put on the love which comes from you, who live and reign with the Father and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Amen. Commit your life to God and to your brothers in the love of Christ.